<laughs> Ready? Yeah. This week on Baby Quest, get in my belly. baby quest we are going to talk about how we decided to start a family who are we i don't know who are you hi i'm mike (laughs) and i'm leah uh what is this podcast though it's about us wanting to start a family yeah and us talking about the right way to do things no and everybody who does it differently is wrong no and you're gonna learn a lot from me no because the expert No, none of those things are true. Okay. (laughs) All of that except the opposite. Okay. Uh So we're going to do a few episodes where it's going to be sort of just catching you guys up, catching you folks up to date on where we are now, what's happened, what our trying to conceive journey has been, our fertility quest. This is fertility quest part one. We're going to have a yeah, a few episodes of this. It's going to be super exciting. going to be a lot going on. But then what other kind of episodes are we going to have? I mean, then we'll probably have some episodes following through my pregnancy when I get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then... We're going to have special guests. Are we? Yeah. Like who? I don't know. Oh, okay. We'll figure it out. Whoever, <laughs> whoever wants to come on the podcast can come on. Okay. Parenting experts like mm. us. Right. And topics, we're going to, people are going to write in questions, we're going to answer them. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, and all kinds of fun stuff. And games, fun and games, (laughs) huge cash prizes. You're promising a lot. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start back, way back, in the way, way back. So Mike and I met in 2012. Mm Mm-hmm. And we dated for a while. Mm-hmm. And then in July of 2016, we got married. Yeah. <laughs> and from the beginning, uh, we had decided that we wanted to go through IVF. What's IVF? In vitro fertilization, for those of you not in the uh, trying to conceive fertility world. So IVF is where they harvest, well, they give the person who has ovaries, drugs to make them produce a whole bunch of eggs all at once. They retrieve those eggs from the ovaries. Uh, They fertilize them with sperm. They let them mature a bit in a lab. And then they put the embryos back in who's ever carrying the child. So we had decided that we wanted to go through IVF. Why? Uh, because I am a complicated medical person. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... I'm, I'm just, for the record, I'm not. <laughs> Mike is... So we're clear. Mike is boring, according to our fertility doctor. Uh, so I have a congenital heart defect, which I was born with, which for me means that my pulmonary valve wasn't formed properly, and, well, the doctors attempted to do surgery, couldn't fix it, 
And so I live without my pulmonary valve and one day I will need surgery to repair that. Also, along with my congenital heart defect, I have a genetic syndrome called Noonan syndrome, which at its most basic level means I'm short in stature. Hi, I'm 4'10", and you have a heart defect. There's a bunch of other physical characteristics that kind of go along with it. Makes you look cute. Yeah. Um, Color and shape of my eyes, low set ears, poor muscle tone, poor flexibility. For the listeners out there, what color are your weird eyes? Uh, So I classify them as green. They're not. (laughs) But as many people like to point out, they are not green. They are, if you stare at them closely, they are blue and yellow separate. Like, you can see the divide of where the blue is and where the yellow is. Deconstructed green. (laughs) Yeah, so that's me. So we decided that our preference would be to not pass my genetic syndrome on to our children. Because there's a 50% chance of passing it on. Yes. With every pregnancy. Yes. Because it's... A dominant... yeah, it's it's a it's a gene, and it's either gonna they're gonna have my gene that is cool, or you're one of the same gene which is messed up. Yes. So it's a coin toss every time. Yep. So we decided that was what sparked wanting to go through IVF. So we got married, and we actually never at that point tried to conceive naturally. We were preventing a pregnancy because we were waiting to get in with the local fertility clinic in Ottawa where we live and that took a little bit of time. It was a little bit of a process of needing to go through genetic counseling which happened at the children's hospital in Ottawa and then getting a referral from my family doctor to the fertility center. So we had our very first fertility appointment in January of 2017. That fertility process then involved a lot of tests. From that that point on, we did uh, ultrasounds on me to check out my uterus and my ovaries to make sure everything was okay. Mike had a sperm analysis done. Uh, there they was were great. There was blood work done on me to make sure my hormone levels wait, were wait, wait. appropriate. I think you passed right by it. How were my sperm? Fine. Okay. Um, and just. <laughs> For, like, for further context, this was January 2017, yeah. and today is March 2020, so this is more than three years ago. Yes. Okay. Uh, so through all that testing, we discovered a couple of interesting, more interesting things about my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they discovered that they think I have low egg reserve, which basically just means for my age, I have less follicles than they would anticipate me to have. So it doesn't seem to be a problem. I seem to be ovulating every month. Everything seems to be fine. But it was a little bit of a like red flag to our fertility doctor. And if the whole point of IVF is to pump you full of stuff to produce as many eggs as possible having very few follicles and not seeing a whole lot going on in that whole zone is not a great start. You want a whole whack of eggs for IVF. If they do the whole thing and they get three eggs, not super helpful. Yeah, there was at this point a bit of debate. Maybe it was because I was still on birth control 
and they retested my levels later on and they were about the same and they thought maybe it's because I was being weaned off the birth control. So there was a bit of debate about it, but ultimately came down to, no, Leah doesn't have a whole lot of eggs. Another discovery made during this time was that inside my uterus was a septum. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for those of you who don't know what that is, it means that there was a wall dividing my uterus in half, starting at the top of my uterus, Mm -hmm. going all the way through my uterus, through my cervix, which is the opening between your uterus and your vaginal canal. Mm -hmm. And then the septum continued through my cervix and through my vaginal canal. Yes. And I was... 30 years old when this discovery was made. Mm -hmm. Now, I know what everyone's thinking out there. Double your pleasure, right? I mean, I don't know if that's what everybody's thinking. Anyway, let me tell you, it's true. Uh, So, so in discussions with my fertility doctor, he recommended that we have, that I have the septum removed because the likelihood of me being able to carry a pregnancy to term was very unlikely. He said it'd be more likely that I would carry the pregnancy to about 23 weeks because the baby would simply run out of room when dealing with only half of a uterus to work with. Because we're already starting, you know, pretty small. You're pretty small. Like there's already not a lot of room for baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you divide (laughs) that by half. half. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not great. No. So <laughs> under the recommendation of my fertility doctor, I said yes to the surgery. And uh, that was in May of 2018. And we are going to leave that for next week's episode. Or the next episode. Maybe it won't be next week. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> and Is, will it? I don't know. We need to have... If this is going to be a huge podcast that's very successful, we need to have a reliable schedule and we need to solve crimes. Okay. Well, in the next episode, we will discuss the surgery to remove my septum and the recovery from that. I'm going to give everybody a little warning. The next episode will be graphic. Yeah. So if that's not your thing, totally cool. Just join us back for episode three. No, just, I mean, download it and listen to it, but just on silent. That's awkward. And make sure everyone go check out our sponsors. Uh, Squarespace.com slash Mike and Leah's website uh, for the big discount code. Yeah, okay. And We don't have sponsors. We don't have a Patreon. If you if you want to sponsor us or give us money, let us know. We're here. That's why that's the only reason we're doing this. You think it's for fun? Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. How do people reach you? Or the pot oh, or us? Actually, you can follow me on Instagram. Yeah. At Love for Buzz. Can you spell that? Uh L-O-V, the number four. L-O-V? Oh, L-O-V-E. Whoops. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, at L-O-V-E, the number four. Yeah. Buzz, B-U-Z-Z. Yeah. Uh, you'll find spoilers there, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I guess you could follow me somewhere. 
Mike sucks at at social media. The social internet is poison, and instead of following Leah, you should actually delete your accounts. But we don't have, like, a podcast account or anything yet, because, I don't know, it's episode one. I don't know. What do you want? Uh, So, yeah, Leah's on Instagram, so I'll cover Twitter. You can tweet at, at the Mike Wheeler, and you've got to figure that out. So, how do we end the podcast? Thanks for joining us on Baby Quest. Love you. Bye. Mwah.